Welcome to Ground Crew Adventures with Shala Avalon, guiding those with an Earth mission to remember cosmic disclosures of all kinds. A production of CosmicReality.com Hello and welcome to Ground Crew Adventures. We came to Earth with a mission. We promised we wouldn't forget, but we came down, forgot the lot, and now we're picking up the pieces in order to bring our multidimensionality home. Thank you, Nancy, for producing the show on CosmicReality.com. You can find my show and many other shows there, as well as a great chat to join in with to come and say hello. Thank you, lovely listeners, for being here, for answering the call and holding the line. I know it's tough going sometimes, but we've got this. There's just this undeniable excitement that we've so got this, isn't there, you know? I dedicate this show, as always, to the cosmic sovereign law of one. I intend to bring you the latest space weather updates, news and insights from other starseeds and lightworkers from around the world. And today, with the way things are and the times we're in, I think we're going to take a look at the galactic horoscope and how the magnum opus of galactic alchemy can help us. But first I must say equinox blessings to you all, wherever you are in the world, if it's spring equinox or autumn equinox. Let's just join together now for a nice deep breath in and immerse ourselves with the spirit of perfect peace. We are the perfect peace, the eye of the wildest hurricane ever. And as that hurricane moves, we flow along with it, remaining in that eye of calmness. I think we all need to just remember and do that every now and then. I'm having to, you know, I get, even I'm getting too excited and, you know, it's just thinking, just be calm. You know, so things are getting exciting in Arizona and I'm really looking forward to Jan's update as I'm sure she'll be filling us all in on that and as the spiders of the media are in their caves spinning yarns about the whole thing and I know that's a bit of a weird analogy there but that's what I saw when I, I felt the energy of what was going to happen in the coming hours after the first hearing and I was meditating before bed so perfect peace is the state we intend to be in during this phase peaceful shall be. <laughs> so let's have a look at what space is doing. The sun has livened up for the occasion with some massive M-class flares. The Schumann has been peaking in sort of short sharp bursts but nothing really major. We've had a maximum of 61 hertz. The Cumiana one in Italy, the VLF monitor, was actually wild before the La Palma um, eruptions and volcanoes and earthquakes all there. It was it was red all day, literally like about 7,000 hertz or something silly. And um, it was actually showing up before it all happened as well. So it's kind of a really good monitor to, to keep an eye on um, for seismic activity. Not that you can really do much about it, but I kind of, I'm a bit of a geek like that. I like the monitors and the tools. So that's why I like to keep um, keep informed about that, see? So I kind of like it and it, it you know, it's, totally different from the Schumann resonance as I've studied it more that it's the very low frequency and it's in the ground um, as well as I suppose in the ionosphere as well so it's all around but uh, 
So, where are we? Hang on. <laughs> ah, the sun. Yeah, we've said about that. And, oh yeah, we are, they're now monitoring bigger and bigger earthquakes on uh, Mars, which is strange, and earthquakes, and super volcanoes now. They said, first of all, at the beginning of the week, they said there was... Um, there was just volcanoes, and now oh, they found must have the rover must have found a super volcano. So that's kind of interesting. And what I know about Mars is that um, humans were actually from Mars before they were on Earth. It was an Earth-like planet, and something happened. There was a, some sort of galactic war um, that uh, is still kind of ongoing now. And this is we're at the precipice of the end of it now because we're not in the dark eon anymore. So um, it, it goes on from there. So it's it's pretty unique that they're they're talking about the moon a lot. So um, they're monitoring. You know, they've noticed these earthquakes, but we're not allowed to see the monitoring tools because I've I've tried. But as suspicious observers says, the universe is on the change. I mean, you can't deny it. But scientists just have not got a clue. They really haven't. So um, people like that do. I mean, he's great, and and you know they do try to keep us up with what's going on and there's some great white papers out there about what's going on and about uh, dark matter and the magnetic universe coming into view and things like that which is all what, what has been predicted for these times of light so um, the mother again is the magnetic energy so this is the return of the divine feminine it's the magnetic energy so with that let's go to primedisclosure.com now and an update from Paul Whitegold Eagle I think it was on the 23rd of September. On the 23rd, we rise to a new level of cosmic awareness and bring in more of our divine union and abundance codes for all humanity. In these new activations, we become the seventh race of the galactic guardians of new earth. With truth as our swords and love as our shield, we arise and transform in this great resurrection and ascension fully into 5D and beyond. The blue elk king of the free spirit realm of the pure land of the Buddha Amitabha of infinite light is with us now and assisting us in healing every aspect of our infinite multidimensional awareness of pure light. As our Katika, the central channel, is running free and clear to activate our rainbow bridge of heaven and earth, we flow into the jewel stream of our Christic conscious Merkaba electromagnetic field of the inner and outer house of our soul star. The mists of the new Avalon part and allow us to access the higher realms of Shambhala. The path has been cleared and is now direct to source home. The domain of Mother Heart Ark of the Grail Cup of the Holy Spirit. Our First Nations people are rising up all over this realm in the declaration of sovereignty for all sentient beings. All thugs and goons are being brought to repentance for the coming golden age of enlightenment for all living beings. The Gnosis flows freely for all to tap into and mentally consume the knowledge of the Akash of the life streams of all timelines. The scales have been set in divine order and the dial has been turned and turned to the frequency of heaven on earth. All is coming into balance, and harmony shall reign supreme upon this glorious earth. Aho! <laughs> and that's on 
prime disclosure. Thank you, Brothor. Paul, I love that. And there's a great update as well from Ramona Lappin. It's also on primedisclosure.com. I think you can find Ramona Lappin on Facebook. Um, Happy Equinox, she says. Oh my goodness, the energy since Tuesday. That took me a good long minute to figure out what day it is. Yeah, I'm having that. Are you? It's like, what day? What time? Where are we? <laughs> like weeks are going so quick. It's like, wow, is it already like Friday, Saturday, you know? Um, so they've increased yet again. It's taking a lot to anchor in this massive amount of frequency. My phone hardly, hardly allows me to use it, so I'll try and make this a bit quicker for once. Massive veil removal in progress bringing lasting clarity and remembering oh is bringing lasting clarity and remembering what has to change becomes very clear now as we break through our own limiting beliefs and programming we break through the false matrix hologram as we are starting to remember the real truth and that truth remember that I said about last week that we've kept so dear to our hearts is gonna come out and we are going to help it come out this is the thing I and mean, we're going to have to help in our communities and um, online and face to face I know it's a bit scary but we're going to have to do it we've got to pull up our sleeves and muscle in as my grandma would say <laughs> we have geomagnetic unrest conditions on and off it's kp4 yep it is since last night solar wind speed is up and some minor Schumann resonance level amplifications the sun keeps popping with continuous solar flares, mainly B-class and some C-class flares yesterday also. And we've had some intense M-class flares yesterday and today as well. So certainly a lot of solar activity assisting the ongoing DNA and crystalline plasma light body activations re and re-encryption of our planetary blueprints as the old continues to dissolve and collapse. We're experiencing immense timeline reality shifts and adjustments, yes, and it all keeps aligning with the one true organic ascension timeline we are returning it to and remembering again. All else continues to fall away and dissolve at ever-increasing speed. It takes our full focus and using all the tools we have acquired along the way to stay grounded and as balanced as possible, anchoring all in as the intensity continues. Self-care comes first. We have to surrender a whole lot right now, whilst listening for inspired guidance from our higher self, also to take much, also, sorry, to make some much needed shifts happen. It's about balance and knowing what and when to change and what to surrender and what to just embrace. Today is much about balance also, as the equinox is a day where day and night are of approximately equal length, a great equaliser, a zero point field where infinite possibilities open, a balancing of our polarities of masculine and feminine, birthing the holy trinity and tri-wave architecture through our own embodiment of the zero point field and divine inner union, firmly rooted in no time from where all else becomes accessible. Since Tuesday, we have new 12th dimensional codes coming in from the Andromeda Galaxy, which is the Milky Way's twin. That's home to me, the Andromeda Galaxy. The name that was given to me is that these are starlight codes. They carry the original core encryption for the 12th dimensional Earth, for which many names exist. 
I like Aurora Earth the most myself. There are also 13 dimensional Divine Mother codes streaming in for the reclamation, resurrection and re-encryption. There's all those re-words again. <laughs> and co-creating of the feminine blueprints. Clearing our lunar reversals and distorted codings such as false parent encryptions within all because the only parents we have are our Holy Mother and Holy Father and we are the Holy Christosophia. <laughs> it's just a part of what's all, that's just a part of what's, what is all unfolding. It is truly a divine plan and our hearts can feel the clearings, healings and expansions. A huge purification whiteout unfolded in the field on Tuesday clearing the way for today's activations to be able to come fully through it seems a beautiful braiding and merging reconnection of the core and heart of the Andromeda galaxy with our earth and the earth's heart and the crystal heart core I'm further understanding that this activation which is available to everyone in the field just tap into it is supporting the completion of the divine inner union process that's the Heros Gamos I am guided to further anchor these codes and activations for us on behalf of all willing hearts. There is so much remembering, downloads and clarity coming in, along with our gifts and abilities. Just trust and have faith and manifest the highest outcomes for all. Tune in to the vast cosmos that lies inside of you and remember, ultimately, anything you can imagine is real. Eternal love and blessings from Ramona that's great and yes things really are amazing it's just hard to find words really isn't it it's just wild I hope you're feeling it and I hope you're remaining grounded in the because it's exciting energy um, that's that blue star fire inside of you if you're feeling excited that's the organic timeline kind of firing up from inside your cells and actually magenta pixie has done an amazing update which has just confirmed everything that I usually talk about about our cells, the telepathy and about how that is creating our organic timeline and we are embodying our higher selves through ourselves through the very pore of our being, it's just amazing my downloads and insights have been really kind of quite personal and also um, remembering um, things that I was told when I was young from, from my from my grandma and it's just hard to find the words really of what's going on in my life and I'm, I'm gonna try <laughs> I'm gonna try um, I found out more about the white buffalo calf woman from the Lakota prophecy or white buffalo calf women I should say really from the Lakota prophecy because um, there's women it's not just a woman there's a one woman I think in the prophecy um, I'm learning about it as I go I'm trying not to read anything online about it not that there really is much online about it, um, so I've been told, and I've been told not to, just to listen to the wind, and I'll explain. Um, I'm, I'm very connected to uh, the white buffalo calf women. I know me over here in southern England, like, I don't know how I got here, guys. <laughs> I really don't. I'll try and explain. Um, I'm still piecing these things together, as I said, for my insights and visions, as well as what my grandma taught me, and info I'm getting from Mutataki um, who I've been messaging backwards and forwards and I'm going to be meeting him when he comes here on his UK tour which is really exciting so um, 
My grandma told me she lived in Delaware, um, where she used to visit a village just outside of Delaware, where she was friends with a Native American chief there. And she used to go and talk to them all the time. She loved uh, the Native um, way of life. I mean, she come from a family, she was, she was adopted, but she, her family, um, my ancestors are actually, their ancient, our ancient surname is called Scarab. And when I was younger, I was like, oh, great, you know, dung beetle. But you don't really realize, like, the concept of how, what that name means um, in, in Egyptian traditions and stuff. The scarab is highly, um, highly revered. And um, what Grandma found out about her childhood is the scarab family were the first Romani gypsies who came from India um, to see a king in Persia. And they used to do, they were mystics and um, dancers and things like that and my family were mystics and so she comes from that family and this Native American chief seemed to um, pick up on that so they really really have um, a really good connection so and she used to um, love having a smoke of the old peace pipe and they are her words literally not mine I mean my mum my grandma was I call her my mum as well because she really was m more of a mum to me than a grandma bless us bless her soul and she's really coming in strong now at the moment and um, I'm getting feathers and signs during the day and in the woods so right so one day she had a ceremony with the Native American chief where she became blood brothers with him and it was this big ceremony where they dressed up and it was all a very big deal and um, elders come from other villages and um, he told her because they you know they loved telling the, the stories about why this was happening at the fire um, and they all gathered round. She, she, I loved it when she used to tell me these stories. And there would be a, a great rising of the people, he'd say. And she would not just have a rainbow warrior of, of the time, but a buffalo calf woman child on the birth of her next daughter um, in the family. So and you know, the women, there are seven of us apparently, will unite at the beginning of the great cycle of light. I know. So like roll on to... 1977 and four grandsons later my grandma's waiting for a, a, a female I pop out in England um, where my dad had he traveled India to he went to the summer of love in Woodstock and everything else and then didn't know really what else to do um, he was actually an American citizen then and he got called up to go to Vietnam and my dad was like a hippie and he would not have lasted five seconds in Vietnam so he came he travelled India, went to Pakistan, went to revisit the roots of India and things, and then um, came back to England. And that's where had he, you know, I was born when he met my mum. So my grandma used to read me all sorts of books about New Earth. Um, we'd imagine it and sort of look at the clouds for hours, daydreaming and talking about what it would be like, what New Earth would be like. And she always told me to listen to the wind for the right time to rise. And until then, you know, um, I just must see to the land and the animals and just be me and be be happy and be me. And, you know, that, that was always okay with me because I thought people were weird anyway, so I'd rather just see to the land and the animals. And um, so I'm going to meet Mutataki when he comes over on his UK tour. And hopefully I'll find some more 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 about this um if you'd like tickets if you're in england or if you can travel to england i'm not sure what travel's like um at the moment email 
h-o-h-u-k at h-o-h dot earth e-a-r-t-h and what's interesting is he did say as only you know, he can like only a native can and, and my grandma really um, listen to grandma wind is what he told me in, in a message um, over Facebook uh, who will tell me where to find Lady Red Thunder in Texas so wow like as as the plot thickens it's just amazing so this is what I'm going through at the moment and you know, hopefully I'll find out more when I see him in person as he didn't really want to talk much over the internet so like watch this space and I'll let you know because it's kind of quite exciting and um, I'm I'm learning as I go as well so if you're listening Lady Red Thunder from Texas we need to get together girl I'm, I'm kind of hoping she'll come over over here uh, me being lost in Texas um, listening to the wind going you're right is anyone seen uh, Lady Red Thunder in my southern accent I just can't see it happening but I will go if that's what needs to happen I will go I tell you now so um, Texas is a vast place but for, because I've never re been abroad I've been to Dieppe with the school uh, we saw a Dieppe's like right on the edge of the English, you know, the of France, right? So you travel, get on a boat, go to Dieppe. We saw a supermarket, we saw a pebble beach, we got back on the coach, and that, that's my only trip abroad. So me going to the vastness of Texas is kind of a bit daunting, but I suppose we've got to do these things, haven't we? So um, hopefully I can record a little meeting with, with Muta so um, he can help explain as well. So that's kind of quite cool I'm kind of dumbfounded by it all really I don't know what to say but as my husband often quotes that song from take that I say it best when I say nothing at all do you think that's a bit sarcastic <laughs> so next we're gonna relive the shock and horror that 2020 caused and if you're thinking it's the pandemic that caused despair amongst Twitterites last year let me tell you, it wasn't. No, it was the fact NASA decided to ruin everyone's life. Apparently, the pandemic wasn't enough by admitting there are indeed 13 star signs and everyone's star sign consequently <laughs> changed because of that. And uh, I don't know if you caught that last year, but yes, your star sign is now not your star sign. You've moved more than likely because they've added the other one even though my stargazing app like and this the, you know a feature has been there it's not a it's not it's not hidden the ancients knew about a um which is not a serpent uh what's it they call it i can't remember wrestler or something we, we'll go into it with the article but it's actually wisdom holder uh so the this article still is a bit funny but let's let's have a look uh, we'll relive the experience of what is so funny what these Twitter people were saying. I remember it because it was before my um, my main account got deleted. So this is on extra.ie and it says people lose their minds as NASA claim there are now 13 star signs and, <laughs> and dates are changed. As if 2020 couldn't get more outrageous, it appears NASA are now claiming there are 13 star signs. It means that the majority of people who thought they were one zodiac sign are, in fact, something completely different. People are outraged with many refusing to accept their new sign. Oh, so funny. In Western astrology, there have always been 12 star signs. However, NASA's latest findings claim there is another sign. 
What is this new sign? A features, which apparently comes from a Greek word meaning serpent-bearing and is typically, typically represented by a man wrestling a snake. It's a wisdom holder. It's got a, a dubious picture here of a man strangling a snake and doing something with a cup. Um, so, yeah. NASA has now changed the dates on all of the on all of the star signs to incorporate a features which with a spokesperson saying the line from Earth through the Sun points to Virgo for 45 days but it points to Scorpius for only seven days to make a tidy match with their 12-month calendar the Babylonians mm, ignored the fact the Sun actually moves through 13 constellations and not 12 I would think the Babylonians were trying to hide the wisdom from us. So, and it goes into dates about, I'll leave the link in so you can see it as well and in the description and in the chat so you can have a look. So this is taken to Twitter. The world shared their upset at discovering their new star sign. To add even more damage, there are a few sad souls who admitted to having their star sign or what they thought was their star sign tattooed on their body. I was born in Aries. And I will die in Aries. You can't just come all up in here and change my star sign. So kindly, please get, lo get lost, a passionate Aries wrote. And Helen wrote, right, let's all just agree. We're not going to listen to NASA, whoever did, <laughs> on this new star sign business. Well, I wouldn't listen to them for a lot of things because they are never a straight answer. And some poor lady called Chloe wrote, can someone explain to me why NASA is now telling us there is a 13th star sign and I have now just been, that's how it says in, 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 in abbreviations, been bumped from a Sagittarius to have the new one when I've got the Sag star sign tattooed on my ankle. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> oh dear. Um, where is this one? I'm not believing this star sign change. I am a Libra. I am a Libra NASA in big letters. And then this this lady, it makes me laugh. I am not adaptable. I am a cancer. Cancer, watch me cry two rivers, NASA. I will not be called a Gemini. And then it says Gemini characteristics, uh, seven key Gemini traits. Adaptable. <laughs> Gemini's are easygoing and adjustable. So I don't think she wants to be easygoing and adjustable. So the reason why I'm explaining this is it goes into the galactic horoscope and galactic alchemy because I've had to kind of scrap the meditation I was going to do because my guides would like the world to know apparently about the galactic horoscope how it works and how to use these signs for galactic alchemy and reading through the info I have on it which I, I pulled from energetic synthesis bless Lisa again from like 2014 you know I, I kind of use the site as people use tarot cards I don't do tarot cards I like them and everything but I just don't use them myself I, I, Lisa's site for, for divination for me is perfect. I just let my higher self guide me as to what meditation, what I need to listen to, where I need to go, and it works perfectly. It's really, really helped. So, um, so I can totally see why they want me to um, read this out. I'm not sure if the whole world is going to listen to this. You know, guides are always so um, ever hopeful, aren't they? <laughs> you know, so we'll, we'll we'll read this out and we'll take it from there. Dear ascending family. We are entering the next evolution stage in the planetary consciousness fields as a result of the bifurcation and time fields that began over six months ago. 
This is a split occurring between timelines which govern humanity, humanity's continued evolution and direction on the earth plane as we move into future time. This is like a galactic superhighway access into the planetary architecture that acts similar to an interdimensional routing network. This galactic network has allowed rapid soul transitioning and dispersing of collective consciousness that is finally able to be elevated out of lower realms and moved into higher evolutionary pathways. And it's funny, 2014, 2015, 16 was when I really started waking up and then 2016 was when I had my Kundalini uh, fire awakening. So um, it's bang on, you know, from even then. It's relevant for now, isn't it? The intentions we have and the choices we make in this bifurcated field greatly impact our future evolution now and where we are directed when we leave the earth plane. Humanity is at an imperative intersection of making the vibrational choice of one's spiritual authority that is creating an overall qualitative energetic measurement. Humanity is facing the crossroads in time between progressing into the highest expressions of one's best future scenario or digressing into a very painful downfall, into the rock bottom of chaos, violence and suffering. From this point on, with the Sophianic body correction underway, the alchemical transformation of our consciousness evolution is about to manifest in synchronistic timing and with fully interconnected singularity. Thus, the planetary fields and humanity are coming to experience a pinnacle in the event of the planetary ascension. The great work of alchemy in Latin is called the magnum opus. We now enter a potential of meeting our personal magnum opus, which culminates as the spiritual ascension alchemy laws are being transmitted from within the Master Christos Collective. This is the cycle when we meet our master, whether that master is money, materialism, intellect, ego fears, or a loving God spirit. This meeting point with whoever is our master is reconfiguring collective human energy fields into aligning with either the descending cycle or ascending time cycle. Th those groups moving to the ascending timeline will enter a new stage of ascension, alchemy that is completely governed by the natural laws through the Master Christos Collective. This group is being accelerated now for the first stages of the great planetary alchemical work which begins near Easter and so we enter the mystery of mysteries as the magnum opus of the alchemical process which has been attempted to be described imitated and reproduced by many of the mystics and sages of the past ages the ultimate goal is to perfect our true humanity and to discover our real inner spiritual being while embodied on this planet our great work is that we connect to our essential divinity within to become one with God's spirit on earth. This is the true divine alchemy of our spiritual initiation and sole purpose during the spiritual ascension. So this bit's called ancient alchemy. Ancient alchemists have written that the goal of the great work is to perfect any substance, creation or situation through its transformation back into its essential divinity or art within the matter realm, embodying divinity and creating true art are considered one and the same 
in alchemy. The magnum opus is also an alchemist term for the arduous process of forming the legendary substance which generates astounding powers that transform base metals into gold and silver. Knowing that our elemental body is shifting from carbon-based atoms to higher based elements through frequency shifts, we can connect the dots to our own body's spiritual progression related to its alchemical process. This alchemical transmutation has been referred to symbolically as the substance of the Philosopher's Stone and it is associated with the elixir, the Holy Grail, the eternal life, divinity, quintessence and the Christ. The elixir of ancient alchemists has essentially claimed the same ability to bring perfection to any substance in matter. When this alchemical art is applied to perfect the human body, the elixir cures diseases, returns youth and restores balance with nature. The highest emanation of this mysterious elixir is truly the cosmic ether of Mother's Holy Spirit, the chalice returning to the earth during the, the ascension cycle. And then it says, abusing alchemical laws is antichrist. The great work has been used to describe personal ascension and spiritual transmuta transmutation in the Gnostic, Hermetic and Kabbalistic teachings, as well as to define the alchemy that is attached to a laboratory process of making chemical or elemental changes. Clearly, many of the ancient Hermetic traditions are hijacked towards a patriarchal domination promoting sexual misery and dark ignorance, and so this knowledge has been severely corrupted and abused. The end result of the abuses of the alchemical law is a type of Frankenstein body pieced together that is glorified by Satanists in the most grotesque creations. On such Frankenstein, one such Frankenstein body created through these alchemical abuses are the Baphomet fields, which are appallingly depraved and diseased. The Baphomet field is the negative form of the Earth's Sophianic body that has been used to keep the false king of tyranny and negative alien agendas in power. However, even though uh, the imposter spirits and the negative alien agenda have abused this knowledge of alchemy for their own selfish agenda on Earth and have attempted to corrupt it, it really can never truly be corrupted. What we see in the world is re replicants, the dark creations that are made by false gods abusing power. The imposter spirits attempt to imitate, clone and hijack the true divine inheritance of the Christ consciousness. They want to play God without purifying themselves in the alchemical law, and so this abuse of the Creator's knowledge is the Antichrist. The imposters essentially wrote their own laws of will on this earth to defy the natural alchemical laws of God's will. This is using knowledge for selfish and malevolent purposes, which actually distort the natural laws and through its misuse create monstrosities. Essentially, these monstrosities accumulated in this dark cycle by the Antichrist, the anti-God entities playing God on the earth, which, which we are coming to a conclusion with at this time. Many of us that are grid workers are seeing the monstrosities in a way never perceived before. Yes, we are, aren't we Sam? It's quite nuts. <coughs> Excuse me. They are the fallen ones. <coughs> Dear me. Crystal Sophia is the alchemical law of God. The magnum opus of alchemy 
is a blueprint for tempering of the soul while cultivating a perfected human being in their consciousness evolution and self-mastery process. It is also an ideal blueprint in creating masterful art, music and literature. The idea of the magnum opus has been carried forward in some new age and philosophical movements which bring spiritual significance to these same alchemical processes. We call this the great work, the ultimate goal of spiritual ascension, as the inner Christosophia uh, is initiated to purify and make perfect the complete divine human being. The purification of embodying and achieving full divinity of Christosophia in matter is symbolic of incorruptible wisdom, love and power. This spirituality sorry, spiritually realized by unifying, uniting both coherent intellectual thinking of the masculine left brain activity with a direct intuitive knowing of the open and loving heart of the feminine right brain activity. This alchemical transformation is made possible through the sacred marriage of the hierogamic union of Christosophia united within our consciousness and then in our body. They are, they are the son and daughter of the God principle and act as one unified body, mind and heart. The Crystal Sophia represents the marriage of divine perfection inherent in the natural alchemical laws through which God's spirits manifest its art throughout the universal creation. The original divine human template of the inner Crystal Sophia is made in God's image and its intentions are the true divine will upon the earth. Thus, spiritual ascension alchemy is the natural art and science of mimicking and accelerating nature as well as obeying the natural laws of God. Pure alchemy exists within the core of spiritual essence of the natural state of the divine being. To connect with, a, with inner spiritual alchemy, one must extract the artificial machinery and intentionally remove all the inorganic states of being that have, may have been programmed within the self. In true alchemy, one does not superimpose one's will or ego to really create anything. True alchemists and sages know that all we do is allow ourselves to be the vessel of God's spirit and provide the condition for nature, God, to do what nature and God does. We must discover our real inner truth located within the essential core being to seek the inner knowledge of the authentic self. So the consciousness transformation which is ignited during the inner alchemical process of spiritual ascension is not really caused by the will of the alchemist. It is caused through our essential divine nature when in full observance, dedication and devotion to the natural laws of God. We look to provide the purely natural conditions for our authentic state of being, so that natural laws can operate effectively without artifices. And so, those on the ascending timeline will now be subject to the natural laws of God, which perform an organic function of consciousness evolution through its process of spiritual initiation alchemy. The planetary ascension and humanity's ascension is achieved through the repeated process of collective consciousness alchemy, known as the polarity, integration and synthesis. The Master Christos Collective, the, the Christos, Christos Sophia united within us, is 
the ultimate consciousness alchemist of all existing polarities. The alchemical laws are divinely expressed through a series of electromagnetic pulsations and frequency transmissions, which are now connected into the star constellations through the aurora ray system. This is evolving our zodiac to fulfill the alchemical principles of the natural laws, hosted by the Master Christos Collective. The zodiac is a ring of constellation that the sun passes through each year as the earth orbits around it. Contrary to popular belief, there are actually 13 zodiacal constellations. Yep, and NASA have even confirmed it last year. <laughs> and during this next cycle, these 13 principles or laws will transmit through our sun. It's like now the collective can know about it, this alchemy can take place, you see. So I think it's something that we should, uh, we should go through and, and hopefully get out there because it's pretty cool. The Aurora Ray System and the Galactic Zodiac. As we move into the next 12 months, when the Sun moves to each of the constellation zodiac signs, the planetary consciousness will undergo, undergo gradual shifts into the building architecture of their alchemical principles. The zodiac structural principles are both energetic and geometric, which are being aligned to the alchemical laws of God hosted by the Aurora Ray system. When the astrological alignments occur through major conjunctions between planetary and stellar bodies, forces of alchemy occur, which alter frequency current and manifest new creations. This new cosmic alignments change the stellar architecture of how the sun transmits the influences of the zodiac in the race system throughout our entire solar system. These stages of transmitting alchemical forces to a consciousness's evolution are qualities which have never been previously exposed to on this planet. This is allowing the alchemical laws of consciousness evolution to be transmitted through the constellations which are inherently part of the organic process of the planetary biological ascension. Previously, most of these stellar forces have been obstructed from being exposed to the lower atmospheres of Earth via the nets of alien machinery. The auroras are the plasma light fields of the Master Christos Collective from the next universe, which is us, <laughs> which are building the zodiac stellar architecture to host the planetary ascension. Shifting timelines are based on new astronomy. The current Western Gregorian time calendar has been controlled by negative forces since the Council of Nicaea agreed upon a date for the celebration of Easter Sunday in 325 AD. Because of the celebration of Easter was tied to the spring equinox, the Roman Catholic Church considered this steady drift in the date of Easter undesirable in the annual calendar. The calendar reform was adopted initially by the Catholic countries, obviously controlled by the Vatican and based on the lunar phases. Today this calendar is our global standard of timekeeping. And what's ironic is there's a massive um, sundial thing outside the Vatican and everyone's like, whoa, you know, they control time, don't they? And uh, yes, they, they do. Not, you know, the, not the Vatican itself, but these, these um, negative people that have tried to control us all these thousands of years. So this is changing. Additionally, Western tropical astrology has long been detached from the constellations relating to the zodiac signs due to the axial procession of the equinoxes over the centuries. 
since the introduction of the zodiac by the Chaldeans in Babylonia, now southern Iraq. Ancient Babylonians had 13 constellations but wanted only 12, as we read in that article. So they removed Ephesus, the wisdom holder. The constellation of Libra didn't even enter the astrological sciences until the era of Julius Caesar, of all people. The same 12-month-based zodiac is currently the most common astrology system used for Western astrologers. Both of these systems have been generally used to suppress consciousness and suppress true knowledge of the stars and humanity's relationship to the stars. This is similar to saying, without an appropriate model for humanity's evolutionary development to be free to expand consciousness, these systems are used to repeat broken patterns to remain stuck in old timelines created by the false gods. It is playing the same old broken record over and over again, never learning from past mistakes that have caused great suffering and pain for humanity. Given the alchemical principles becoming activated through the star constellations, the introduction of a new astrological theory by authors Dr. Parsi Seymour and Valles Cantanas is much more accurate in describing the solar and geomagnetic field impacts upon the planet. Yes, Percy Seymour's great. I haven't read the other one. Um, hence, the 13 sign zodiac is based upon the astrological signs, which correspond directly to the time the sun spends in each related constellations. The movement of the stars, planets, comets and asteroids through space affects the solar magnetic field, which in turn impact the geomagnetic field, influencing the collective and individual electromagnetic, chemical and biological systems on Earth. So that's us. The 12 sign zodiac will inform the alchemical principles that are activated during the actual phases, which the sun resides in the constellation. There are slight variants of beginning and end dates that the Sun spends in each constellation every year, which for accuracy should be adjusted ongoing. So we've got stage one is Aries, and that's April the 19th to May the 13th. And the alchemical theme is purification, calcination, and the element is fire. The introduction stage of spiritual initia initiation is represented in the constellation of Aries. This is the beginning of the alchemical purification of one's consciousness through the process of exposure to fire elements and or applying intense heat. The process of heating the body and aura to high temperature, causing loss of moisture, reduction or oxidation and breaking down into simpler substances to prepare to move blockages and debris. This is the activation process of the Kundalini fire, purification of flesh, bone and blood. The Kundalini is activated in the tailbone and begins to, begins to travel upward in the central vertical channel and chakras. This reoccurs many times during the spiritual initiation stages towards enlightenment, but always follows the alchemical principles to conclusion. So now we've got two, which is stage two, which is Taurus. May the 14th to June the 19th. The alchemical theme is congelation and transformation and the element is earth. 
Congelation is a process by which something congeals or thickens into a new pattern or blueprint. This increase in viscosity is to resemble parts into a different energetic pattern, thus transforming it. This is achieved by a reduction in applied heat or through the result of body, bodily chemical reactions caused by the changes in temperature. This is a natural result of the vacillation of the active kundalini liquid fire. Sometimes the increase in viscosity, viscosity <laughs> is great enough to crystallize or solidify the new element or new substance. And that's how you get these uh, little light particles in your blood. Um, congelation is one of the vital processes for material bodily transformation to occur. This is a process of spiritual integration of the resembled parts or patterns required that the kundalini or spirit has newly created in the layers of the body consciousness. So in your aura, then you're bringing it in, that's what embodying is. Stage 3 is Gemini, June 20th to July the 20th. The alchemical theme is fixation and synthesis, and the element is air. Fixation in alchemy refers to a process in which previously volatile substance is transformed into a form, often solid, that is not affected by fire or heat. It separates the substance or object and rearranges it back in the same or different shape at an atomic level. So this is the process which transforms the subatomic level of the body's energetic blueprint. It is a continual process of polarity synthesis of unstable forces, which you can see around us a lot at the moment, <coughs> which are transformed into a higher, more stable form. Fixation is one of the processes required for transformation of a base substance, or one level of completion of the alchemical magnum opus through the atomic structure. This is the process of polarity integration between the newly resembled parts of adding or subtracting the required patterns being synthesized into the body consciousness. Stage 4 is Cancer and that's July the 21st to August the 9th. The alchemical theme is dissolution, dismantling and the element is water. This is the dismantling phase from unnecessary substances energies or objects that have been shifted from the alchemical synthesis of the polarity integration of forces. There is a process of resolving emotional body issues or dissolving into parts or elements in the shifting field of the energetic consciousness. This phase can be deeply emotional, deeply buried in subconscious and bring the purging of deep soul wounds. In the spiritual ascension process, this may manifest as the breaking of bonds moving, breaking up of relationships, breaking up of an assembly or organization. Cancer is heavy in ancestral genetic pattern components that greatly influence emotional miasma located in the body. This is a process of dismantling the unnecessary, unneeded primal forces and resolving emotional blocks in the shifting terrain of the energetic consciousness. This emotional purging with the required dismantling Removing subconscious blockage happens in several stages throughout the ascension process. So we've got stage 5, which is Leo, and that's August the 10th to September the 15th. The alchemical theme is digestion and conversion. 
and the element is fire. In alchemy, digestion is a process in which gentle heat is applied to a substance over a period of several weeks to change the composition of newly combined elements. This is the absorption and assimilation process of the new substance or energetic elements that have shifted, which were either removed or added into the body consciousness. Old emotional states or unnecessary energies have been eliminated, and, ke and chemically, like the action of enzymes, new energies are converted into deeper assimilation into the body's elemental. This is a process of digesting the change in one's consciousness, embodying and shifting life experiences that are a result of the resolution and completion of the old energetic and emotional patterns. As we digest more of what we can accurately see in the world, we are able to resolve emotional pain, which is, allows us to see truth even more deeply. Digesting our reality allows us to eventually experience greater acceptance of all things. And stage four is Virgo, and that's September the 16th to October the 30th. The alchemical theme is distillation and purity, and the element is earth. And that's what we're in at the moment, isn't it? This is the continual process of purification of the internal energies, which separate the unnecessary dross, and it's designed to remove contaminants. The goal is to acquire a concentration of holy, natural and essential substance, which is how the pure energetic consciousness is distilled. This is the process of accessing and obtaining that pure essence via the inner spirit and distilling its spirit substance into our body and earth. This is a phase of refinement in our inherent energies and spirit in relationship to our body. And stage seven is Libra. October the 31st to November the 22nd. The alchemical theme is sublimation and transmutation and the element is air. In the process of spiritual ascension as we elevate our consciousness we naturally learn to sub sublimate and transform negative emotions and negative energy. As we develop observer consciousness within we are able to, oh boy have I learned that this year, I tell you in last year, whew, Lots of observer consciousness needed because I've um I've really had that's my big theme for this year that I've learned so I'm really proud of that so I'm sure we've all learned that um this year we are able to witness our emotions and external events without identifying that we are that emotional event as we observe the emotions or events we alchemically transform them and sublimate them into higher substances in this way we access spiritual harmony which arranges the energetic environment to the highest expression. Sublimation is a part of the compassionate witness, which is developed through the deepened self-awareness of one's body and higher consciousness. We can learn to observe thoughts, emotions and energies neutrally through the elevated consciousness as we gain skills in redirecting discordance or disharmony in the self. And this naturally increases energetic harmony in this increases sorry energetic harmony inside and out once we distill the inner spirit within the next ascension stage is the natural sublimation and transmutation of negative energies in and around us and stage eight is scorpio and that's november the 23rd to november the 23rd uh, 29th and the alchemical theme is separation and stillness 
and the element is water. I'm just going to check if I've got enough time to... I might not be able to do all of this because uh, we're getting on a bit. In the required alchemical process of embodying our pure consciousness, there is a separation and isolation from that which interferes or contaminates the spiritual consciousness. These are phases in which we may experience a separation or sequestering away from certain influences or forces. This isolation or sensation of wanting to sequester is a natural process such as acquiring a deep stillness. When it is required, we will find that isolation in order to be still and know we are one with God's Spirit. Once we can sense the growth of our inner spirit, we will have phases where we will look to isolate, or isolation will happen organically. This allows us to focus inside, communicate and germinate our spiritual consciousness into fullness. And we'll go on with stage nine and beyond next week, I think. We've got a feature next, which is kind of the whole point I was doing this, but we've run out of time. So take care of yourselves. And let's get on now with Jan's show next. Can't wait to hear what she's got to say. And I will catch you next Saturday. So take care of yourselves. Remain grounded. And remain in that eye of the storm, guys. Take care. You have been listening to Ground Crew Adventures with Shala Avalon, a production of CosmicReality.com.